We have a number of very important goals to accomplish together in this first lesson. Our overall goal, of course, is to get you your all-important first job in radio. To begin your education in the broadcasting business, the written text accompanying this recorded lesson will teach you how radio stations operate and what will be expected of you in your first job as an announcer. But before you can get your first job, your voice must be trained to a professional level. As you will see, this involves more than merely strengthening your voice and increasing its resonance. In this first lesson, we will teach you how to avoid provincialisms in your speech, how to correct nasality and other voice faults, and how to develop a new approach toward enunciation of words. In this lesson, we will give you your first practice in delivering commercial messages. We will teach you how to announce from written scripts. We will discuss the most common mistakes in English and how to avoid them. And we will give you the first of several intensive lessons in the correct pronunciations of words which are most often mispronounced and which you will often find in the process of announcing. Let's begin. But before we put your voice to work, do your ah uh and uh exercises okay. to relax your voice. Clouds of girls drift across the stage. Girls soft and bright, girls fast and funny, girls with dreamy looks and pouty looks. Girls with languid smiles and impudent grins. Girls with unruly bangs and neat velvety chignons. Girls with eyes slanted a little and girls with eyes slanted a lot. Amid all the girls, one stands out in twilight softness. The first city of the future will be built in Sweden. It will be called Jarfala, have about 100 residents, and be accessible by subway or highway from Stockholm just 12 miles away. No gasoline-powered vehicle will be allowed here. Noiseless electric minibuses moving at a soothing 20 miles per hour will pass within 150 yards of everyone's house, carrying passengers and baggage for free. Oak Shores is a private membership prisoner of war resort refuge now being carefully developed on picturesque north shore of Lake Nascimento. Lakeside lots for sale with low down payments and no neighbors are excellent long-term fine. Yet, dear friends, the man of violence and superior force was not a war lover. A war lover like General George S. Patton, whom Monsignor Ike understood, liked, tolerated, and used badly, is a killer. And Ike could not be a killer, because he had been raised, as his mother told a biographer, to choose good. Here, yeah, yeah. here! If you have no goggles, turn away! We know that we've got to have those instruments. They're our only chance. Dear friends, God in his wisdom put microbes on the earth to give us head colds and to protect us from Martians. Dear, dear friends, those you, of us. Excuse me, dear friends. Beg your pardon, dear no, friend. go ahead. No, dear friend, you go ahead. Oh, no, no, dear friend, let me step aside. No, no, dear, dear friend. Oh, 
go ahead. Ah, oh, my dear friend, I know you've had bad times and... And troubles, and troubles, friend, yes, and troubles too. Yes, yes, worried brows. Furrowed, furrowed and worn with care. Furrowed hips. Furrowed thighs. Thighs covered with the grooves of care. Ah, it is indeed a sad state. Oh, indeed. California is its name, friend. And here we are. all the way from Pepperton to be in the show tonight, and I'm to, really, uh, it's wonderful to see you boys working so hard. Going to take a dunk with us tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter. <laughs> is, uh, that, is that true? Is he Peter? You can't say Peter? Peter over the air. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Dick. Call him Doc. Dick, you're so <laughs> funny. No, yeah. can't, can't say Dick over the air. No, you can't say Dick. <laughs> Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, let's stop screwing around. So, <laughs> oh, please, no. can't, can't say that oh, uh, I see. Oh, word uh, on the air. Would you, would you hand me that? Would you supply the correct no. word for this sentence? Certainly. Okay. All right. Oscar does some funny. What? <clears throat> I don't think that thumps. <laughs> some funny thumps. Yes. Yes. I didn't understand that. He blank. He smells peanuts. Oh, he blank, he smells peanuts. That's right. He right. crazy, That's he right. smells peanuts. He sure. crazy, very good, he very crazy, good, Mr. Yeah. B. Uh, Yanomoto. B. Yanomoto. Irene All right. Yanomoto. All right, here's one for you, Mr. Punter. Okay. Jack blank, Oscar for doing tricks. Uh, Jack, oh, I can't say that on the radio. Oh, you're right. Spanked. Spanked. Oh. <laughs> that was the government alternative was just sent in on the heart line, Larry. <laughs> Dear friends, your free volume contains these five books. Great Lion of God by Taylor Godwell. Bless the Beasts and Children by Sergeant Louis Illuminato. Kim, A Gift from Vietnam by Frank W. Chinaman. And I Chose Prison by James V. Bennett. Hey, when you said Kim, uh, Mr. Arman, yes. uh, the echo in my life went out. Oh, that, that, no. <laughs> it was a very strange thing. I, I just wonder if that was an incantation or anything. No, that um, wasn't... I was just jiving. Just jiving. Yeah, no, I didn't mean nothing by it. It had no... Uh, no, not just because I sometimes say things backwards doesn't... Mean oh, he's doing it again. He's, he's doing, doing it again. again. There's no, there's no occult there's, no, significance. There's no occult. No, there's just happening. Anything oh. occult is so out of sight. Yeah. Occulted. That's a bit of an academic joke. Um, <laughs> that you can't even see it, so it doesn't exist. That's right. Who, I, who am I? I'm Dr. IQ. <laughs> That's who you are. <laughs> That's right. Yes, 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 indeed. It sure is a lot of fun having you IQ on the show. Eisenhower. <laughs> right. I, IQ Eisenhower. Right. They call me. Yeah, that was all reading dare? from my life story there. Do you know? dare to IQ Eisenhower? You can't. Even saying that, you can't really say that over the air. You can't talk in a yang way about a man on the radio. Well, no, wait a minute. Here's a man we could talk about. Excuse me. <clears throat> Joe considers himself quite a competent corn surgeon. He isn't. He trims with a razor blade, unsterile, mm -hmm. and, and uses acid corn removers. Oh, oh, my God. Both of which can lead not only to bad trips, but to infection. Oh, my God. What he should do is apply a moleskin plaster to ease immediate pain. Absolutely, I would and say. And then get yeah, shoes that fit. Uh, well, Dear friends, wait, wait. if you don't have shoes that don't fit... No, if you do have shoes... Where, if you do, do have fit. shoes that do fit... <clears throat> I have an interesting little article here that's in uh, Science Renewal Report about that, that says that 
the, the fact that most people in the United States have at least one pair of shoes that are too tight for them, I'm not trying to make a value judgment yet, no, no, no. that are too tight for them, uh, is responsible for a third of their sexual fantasies. <laughs> shoes? That's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know what tight shoes has to do with with my sexual fantasy. Very simple. It, it's just a matter of the fact that the, there are various electrical outlet points at the bottom of the foot, which when squeezed by an overtight shoe will send the chi or the life force into strange. I wear women's shoes. You want to fight about it? No, I don't want to fight about it. I want to give you your opportunity as an individual. I don't to... feel that they give me any kind of sexual fantasy. I the... mean, I just wear women's shoes. You want to fight about it? I, I think that, well, you're wearing a pair of red patent leather four-inch heels, and I think that it That's does play. Right. So what? Your center of balance is off by four inches, man. You might just as Nonsense. well be... Nonsense! Stand up from the bar here! Ah. That poor man. That's really sad, uh, you know. People who can't man. hold their liquor shouldn't come to these he bars. He would have hurt I his say. head, but he had his hard hat on. That's you know, true. Uh, That's Dave, true. this is a good time for us to take a few minutes of time out here and mm -hmm. mention to the folks that the program's coming to them from Steel Hats. The sun never sets on a steel hat. That's true. That's true. Steel Hat, Nebraska, is where all of these fine goods are made. Yes, and, indeed. And uh, we would suggest that if you are ever in or near Steel Hat, a fine little town of 500 uh, on the North Just been bought by the Gay River. Liberation Front, I might, I might steel say. Steel Hat? Yeah. Steel Hat? Yeah. yeah it it's, has been. Been, it's a company town now. Yeah, there's more of them than there uh, are of them, and so they bought it from them. And well, now. that's sad. Well, if you're in Steel Hat and... Uh, and, and, can get, and can get with it, you know. Why, well, come by and see the Steel Hat plant, because the folks down there will be love, uh, love to, they'll love to... Uh, and don't miss the no, demonstration, the Steel Hat demonstration. Either. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you get to wear a Steel Hat, and they hit you with a sledgehammer. And oh, right on the head? Yeah. Oh! oh!